The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Check, check. Check, 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 check. One, check. Okay, you've got to stop uh, doing that. It's so. Why do you keep it. doing. Uh. Uh. I'm checking the microphone. I've got to check to make sure that it's working. Check one, two. Check one, two. Uh. Checking. Uh. Sounds like it's working. Can you hear it? Is no. It uh. Okay, stop. One, two, check. Yo, 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 yo. Yo. Okay, that's enough. It's Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. This is Fun Employment Radio. Wow. Yeah, I think the mics are working. That was particularly douchey. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Why do rappers Lord. always do that? I don't understand. I mean, I understand What's you have to... What's that song that's like, let me say, uh... Let me say, uh... Na, 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 na. Well, that's Master P, though. Oh, That's okay. just what Master P does. That's just the way Master P rolls. That's, that's the way he rolls. No, I don't know. I it always... I never quite understood why you have to sound like you're taking a dump when you're taking the microphone. Uh, I really didn't need to know what you sounded like when you took a dump. Uh, it's checking the mic. I'm just keeping it real. I'm too legit to quit. Wow, it just got really warm in here. Are you warm in here? It's a little warm in here. No, I'm not at You're all. You're not warm? I'm wondering what is going on with your body. You don't, don't seem know. to be very happy with anything. No, I'm like hot. <laughs> I'm sneezing. I can't stop sneezing all morning. Yeah, we, we've we been doing prep here, and um, pretty much the entire time Sarah's been complaining about something yes. going on, and I'm not really sure what. It's true. Like I don't know how hurts. to help you. Your head hurts. Your back hurts. It's You're hot sneezing. in here. You're hot. Um, and you're tired. And I'm tired. Yeah. I did not All of the well above. All of these things combined make one Sarah for today. It's a very happy Sarah. Well, <laughs> I was like, my allergies have gone away. And this morning I woke up and I have not stopped sneezing. Yeah. At all. It's very frustrating. That, sound, that sounds very frustrating. It is very yeah. frustrating. Wow. I think it's because after exercising that much yesterday, my body's out of whack. <laughs> I felt like I was going to like explode. Yeah. Yesterday. That was the worst run ever. I yeah I mean it was a long run so we should talk about this so uh, you know of course uh, those of you who listen know we also do a show for the Trailblazers called Sportlandia. Do people mind if I turn on the fan if I make sure if you hear a little? It's really it's not going to be people it's going to be me that has to deal with that in post when I have to try to take out that sound. No, but I'm letting people know just for a couple of minutes if I could just turn on the fan. Okay, there may be a fan noise in okay. the background for a couple of minutes. Sarah's yes. going to turn on the fan just for a couple of minutes. Okay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so as part of that, of course, we're training for Hood to Coast. We're running the Hood to Coast Marathon. Well, not marathon. That's the wrong word. Hood to Coast Relay. Yeah, well, it's kind of a marathon-y relay. It's not a marathon, though. What's a marathon? A marathon is 26.2 miles where you run it by yourself. Are you sure? I thought there were like uh, like 5K marathons and stuff. That's not a marathon. Those are runs? Yeah, that's a run. Okay. A marathon is, by definition, 26 point. You, there's half marathon. Like, they have half marathons. How long is the marathon? 26.2 miles. It was the distance, I think, between, like, Athens and the town of Marathon or something like that. I mean, it was based on something along those lines. Okay. I Look it up. Look I it up to it see up. if I'm right. See You're if right. I'm right, though. Well, I am right? So I'm says, like, are you verifying? I don't know, the internet. Who knows how right the internet is? Right. The internet could be completely mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but anyway, so we've been training, and yesterday, as part of that, they had actually had us go out there to the Blazers practice facility and do some this intense like warm up stretching routine with uh, with the Blazers trainer Bobby Medina, which was crazy. Yeah, it was weird to do the stuff that the actual and, basketball players do. No, and it wasn't stretching so much as it was it was like working out. 
Yeah. I'm, like, I was totally sweating by the end of it. Like, I'm stretching with all kinds of, like, crazy contraptions and everything. Oh, yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was definitely, I was, I was kind of done after the stretching workout. I was like, wow, okay, I got a good workout. No, yeah. I'm, no, I'm done. Uh, but it, that was just the warm-up. So, yeah, then we ran for, I guess, about three miles through uh, through Tualatin and Beaverton or Tigard or wherever the hell we are. I don't know where the hell I don't we were. N- that was the most frustrating Beaverton? part we had no idea where we were. Yeah. I in, get confused by all of I don't, that. They're all there. the same to me. I have no idea. Somewhere that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Like and Out there. And so uh, so ran about three miles. And admittedly, it was a, it was a you know, kind of a, it was a challenging run, just because you're running with a group, and um, and it was pretty hot out. And let's just say, in half of our group is blazer dancers, and so there are these. That's like, not half the group. Well, there are like two of them, and they're super cute, nice girls, and they're just mm. totally tiny, and they don't sweat. They're just like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, that was a nice, invigorating like jog. In the meantime, I am like red faced, and sweaty, and so gross. Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to like murder somebody at the end of that. Sarah was not a happy camper. I was not happy. Not a happy camper during the run. I and I tried to. I tried to be, and everyone at the end was like, "Good job, team." I was like, "Don't. I I don't want to touch anybody right now." <laughs> you were kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's because yeah. I felt like I was down to like I don't know. I felt like animalistic or something. Like it was just down to survival. <laughs> Seriously, it's like I'm not no longer like trying to be nice or make friends. It was just trying to survive that run. Yeah. But you survived it. You did great. You you got through it. You did good. I felt I felt pretty good afterwards. Oh, I'm sure I mean, you did. I, I don't yeah. know. I thought I'm I'm kind of feeling pretty good about it at this point. I might go do it again today, actually. Well, don't hurt yourself. No, I won't hurt myself. But I, I just I don't know. Anyway, so so Sarah uh, Sarah was not happy with it. But I, but you made it through it. That was the important thing. You made it through the entire way, and uh, we did it. We're getting ready for Hood to Coast. It's gonna mm-hmm. be fun. It's gonna be a good time. But um, but no, you you don't seem happy with your body today. No, you seem a little upset at at it. I'm a little grumpy. Yeah, a little grumpy. I've Perhaps that's say. the right word. Okay. Yes, that is the right word. Okay. Well, so anyway, we I did. It was hard because, like, if you're running around a track or something, you know the set distance. We're running through the suburbs. I had no idea where we were, and it just kept going on and on and on and on, and like, just kept on going. I'm like, mm-hmm. when is this going to end? It felt like it was like <laughs> ten miles. Like a death march or something, oh. marching you to some secret location. Yeah, no, it 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 is a little frustrating when you don't know exactly where you're going. I admit that because I do like to know because I have mental markers. I'd be like, okay, I get to this spot. Okay, now I know it's just there. Mm-hmm. I like set little goals. Like that's how I work best. So it's like, okay, made it to that one. Okay, now I just got to make it to the next one. Then then it makes it seem like such a shorter distance. But yeah, when you don't know where you're going or what the terrain is, that is a little frustrating. Yeah, but we're not going to know that when we're running hood to coast either. I know so, it's going to be the same. Yeah. All right, then. Mm. <laughs> Just have some more coffee. You'll be fine. So what else, well, what else did you do yesterday? Because you we had... Uh, I had a very I fucking know. productive day yesterday. Yeah. So we did the show. Then I went back to my house. Mm-hmm. And I cleaned my entire apartment from bathroom. Well, I only have three rooms in my apartment because I live in a studio. So from bathroom to living room slash dining room slash bedroom to kitchen. I cleaned all three of my rooms. All right. And that's there's a little hallway. Too. Like you walk into the, you walk in and there's a little hallway. It is so like I can't get over the fact how perfect sized it is for me. It mm-hmm. is like this perfect. I mean, because you've seen it. I have. Isn't yeah. it just like this perfect little box? I. It seems like you're happy in there. Yeah. It's a very. It's a very nice little. Spot. Oh no! It's a, no. It's a good apartment. I, you asked whether it was perfect for you. I mean, it yeah. seems like you're it is happy like everything. For it. I, like, I don't know. Well, minus my storage. 
Well, I was just going to say, because the last place you had was Have about you seen my storage 12 unit times ever? the size. No, I haven't seen your storage unit. Oh, my God. Because I can actually, like, see through, like, because there are bars, like, separating the storage units. I can see other people's. And other people have, like, you know, a TV and, like, maybe, you know, like, um, like a couple sweaters in there. Mine is stacked from the fucking bottom. I can't even open it without it exploding. Like, it is stacked from side to side, top to bottom. Like, I have... Um, you know, like furniture that wouldn't fit in my apartment. I have all kinds of like winter clothes, shoes, like old, like an old computer. So like, basically everybody else that comes down there sees yours and it's like, wow, who's the hoarder? That I look that? like a hoarder. Do they know what apartment it correlates to? I don't know. Okay. I hope not. Yeah. You don't want them to know about your hoarding tendencies. Yeah. No, cause I see, but see my apartment looks really cute because all of my hoarding shit is down in the basement. <laughs> So out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. So basically, like, when I'll be doing my laundry or something and I find that something isn't fitting in the drawers because I don't have a lot of drawers to work with, I'm just like, well, I haven't worn this, 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 or this for a while. And I'll just stuff it all in, the, uh, in like, a garbage bag and then go down to my storage unit and just throw it in there. <laughs> so I figure I'm not going to live in such that, a tiny space forever. At some point, though, you'll have to deal with what's down there. Well, yeah, when I move. Yeah. I mean, I admit, I, I use the basement for that kind of stuff sometimes, too. Yeah. You know, I have lots of crap that I don't need, and I just haven't wanted to bother to get rid of. But No, uh, I've gone through it, and, like, honestly, it isn't, it looks worse than it is, because I actually was just tearing, I tore apart the entire thing a couple days ago. Yeah. Looking for something. So, basically, a lot of it, like, it's taking up a lot of space, but basically it's because I have, you know, like, a chair and, um, like, a coffee table and some other, like, a, like, actually a couple chairs and then, like, a few carpets. So, like, it's kind of filling the space in a wonky way. Uh-huh. So, it's kind of more, it's it's not as full as it looks. There we go. But right. there is still a lot of shit in there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. No, I'm not going to lie. There is a lot of stuff in there. So, I think that that is going to be, because now, finally, I have, I think when I eventually move out of this apartment... Now I think this storage unit is my friend because now I have everything that I know I don't need in a day-to-day basis quarantined into one particular section, mm-hmm. which means it'll be a lot easier for me to take it from there to the dumpster, you know, or from there to somewhere right, else. Because now I know, because now I know everything there. You're I not li- using it exactly. I live in my apartment every day without yeah. touching anything in there, mm-hmm. so it'll be easier to just go. Like I haven't used this for two years. All right, here we go. Is that the sound of throwing something away? Yes. Yeah. But. I did tackle, so anyway, so I, I love my little room, and I have, like, a new TV, so, like, everything's, and I have, like, this awesome bed, so I'm, like, mm-hmm. sitting in my bed, and, like, watching TV. So it's very, it's very exciting room, is what it's we're, very the exciting bottom line room. is, it has that, been we're, dirty for that we're talking about. Okay, so it's, it's clean, it doesn't smell anymore? But I was going to tell you exactly, like, I know that you know that a lot of people don't know, even though I talk about it. I hate doing my dishes. It is true. If you are a new time listener to this show, uh, Sarah despises doing dishes so much so that um, they'll pile up and perhaps the kitchen smells. Perhaps uh, it's a small apartment and perhaps it wafts into other rooms. No, perhaps I figured out a a ventilation system to where it doesn't smell as bad. But when I got to my Wait a minute, wait a minute. Just let me ask. So (laughs) rather than do the dishes, you figured out a ventilation system so that when they start smelling, you can blow it away from your living room that's right next to it. Yes, that's why there's a Is that pretty much it? Because that, like, that seems like more work than just doing the dishes, I would It think. really is. Yeah. It really is. Like, I went to a lot of work to not do my dishes. <laughs> that seems... But <laughs> the thing is, the longer you wait to do your dishes, though, the more food is rotting in there, the no, worse it's going to smell. Them all, I rinse them off. So, I mean, they're rinsed off. Then where's the smell coming from? Well... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, when you rinse, you don't always get, like, everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> everything. So, basically, yesterday when I was making my toast, so I was down to my last knife, and I didn't have, and I have, like, these really old, like, 
really chintzy like wine goblets. And so I was eating toast and I was like drinking like milk out of a wine goblet. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now is the day. Wow. I can So I cleaned that. my entire I apartment. Can picture that happening. Did all this other stuff that I needed to get done with, but the kitchen was still untouched and finally I'm like, okay. So I just put on, um, you know, I have like six Vandals records on my uh, iPod. So I just put on um, Vandals, you know, all of the records on shuffle and just went to town and did all of the dishes, gagged a couple times. But oh, the fact that it's getting so bad that you're gagging. It like, wasn't until I was moved them because you know what? Was they it? were like a dish. No, they were like a dish community. Like everything was like, like you couldn't smell because everything was stacked just so. so like if there was something that smelled, it was kind of. You know, covered by a plate oh. or something. Okay, was it one of these things where at the, you know because you, you have your there drain catch at the bottom? And did, when you finally got to the bottom, was it just this massive conglomerate mushy food that you can't tell what was, it was to nope, start with? There was nothing in the drain catch. Like, the, I, I, where I mean, was it coming from? I know where it's coming. From. Where where was where was the smell coming from? I we have to get to the bottom of this. We have to figure this out. Okay. Well, I eat a lot of cereal. And sometimes, like, you know, if, I, if I'm if i in a rush, like, I'll just leave the bottom of the milk of the cereal, like, oh. in the sink. And then it congeals into, like, this hard, it's like white jello. You eat a lot of cereal and drink a lot of milk. I know that. I know that you do I that. I love milk. So there's a lot... So basically, so basically, there was yes. a mass of Okay, rotten... I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And no, rotten isn't isn't the term because it wasn't green or anything. It was just gelatinous. It just basically got to the point where like yeah, it but looked milk like doesn't you turn know green when like? it rots. Do you know what it looked like? You know like little kids how they have um like fake cereal bowls, but they have it's like glue basically that looks like the milk in bowls or like you know kids cups where they have like a fake cup full of milk and a fake cup full of orange juice. Okay. Have you ever seen these? Where like it's like full of you know white plastic or like orange plastic. Okay. And kinda, my cups kind of looked like that because it would be white and straight across, oh. but you, it wouldn't move. Oh, that is so gross. <laughs> Were there flies coming no, out of it too? No bugs. Like I've I've always stuck with this, and I swear to God, I have no bugs in my apartment. None whatsoever. Oh, you have your principles to stand for. <laughs> if there were bu- I have to say, if there were bugs, I would do them faster. But there are not. Oh, wow. But you got it done. You got it done. That's the most important thing. Yes. That's, well, good work. I was quite proud of myself. After I was done, I kind of like stood back and surveyed. <coughs> and I just couldn't imagine. I couldn't believe how many dishes I had. How much silverware I had. Like, I didn't. You know, have to use a giant butcher knife to put, you know, butter on my toast. Yeah. I had normal knives for that. They were just buried way down. Right. I did. Okay, so this is funny. So I so I did that yesterday. But as I was looking for stories today, I found this story. And it kind of made me think of, it reminded me a little bit of myself. So I wanted to ask you if this is something that maybe you, maybe you thought about. Okay. All right. So some, so a survey is now showing that. Men use sniff tests to, cu- to tell their clothes cleanliness and whether or not they're going to wear them again. Now, do you smell your clothes to determine if they're clean? Uh, I, I have done this. I will admit, yes, mm. I have done that. I'll do that, especially with T-shirts, because um, if I'm in a hurry, I haven't done laundry for a while. I got a stack of T-shirts there waiting to do laundry. Some of them, maybe I only wore them, you know, not as much. I just wore them for a little while. 
I'll give him a smith. I'll, I'll give him a quick smell. A smith? Uh, a give sniff. him a smith? A sniff. <laughs> I'll give him a smell. Yeah, I, I have done a this smell before. Or a smell. I have done this before, and yes, and if it doesn't smell, then. Alright, so listen I have how judgmental this article I will starts admit. out. So it goes. But, the, but wait, the key with that, though, is then if it, you can always throw it in the dryer, too, and then that way it gets rid of the uh, wrinkles. Looks just as good as new. Mm-hmm. Or even if you throw a dryer sheet in there, it's yep. like you basically cleaned it. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, so get how judgmental this article is. It says, more evidence that guys are gross. A new survey shows that one in eight men, oh, well, I guess this isn't talking about shirts, wears his underwear two or three times before washing it. No, 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 no. Do you rewear your underwear? Absolutely not. That is one thing I will not do. I will not rewear my underwear. Now, if I'm camping or something, I may not remove it. Isn't that like rewearing it? No, that's not the same. That's camping. That's different. You fall asleep in it. You usually had a few drinks. You wake up. You start your day. And it's like, oh, yeah, I never even changed clothes from yesterday. Ah, well, whatever. I'm camping. That's different. That's not removing it and then putting it back on a second time. No, I've never done that. No, I won't do that. Once it comes off, once, it, once you remove it, that's it. It's done. But you are saying that you'll wear it like two or three days in a row. Only camping, I have going to say this has happened. I'm not going to say that this is a common occurrence, but it has happened where it never comes off and it remains on during that time, but it's never taken off and then put back on. If it's taken off, it's quarantined, it's done, it needs to be But don't you have to take it off at intermittent points in the day anyway? No. I don't think you understand how... So if it passes the feet... If it passes the feet, that's taking it off. This is, I, I don't think you understand how things work. All right, it says, even grosser, more than half of the men surveyed admitted they rely on the, quote, sniff test to determine whether or not they wear their clothes over again. All right, it says, um, to be fair to men, single women may be a little cleaner than their male counterparts, but the survey suggests that single women may be just as lazy. <laughs> <laughs> For example, women, single women were more than twice as likely as married women to buy new clothes instead of bothering to do the laundry. That is true. You have bought new clothes before? I You've have done purchased that. new clothes rather yes. than do your laundry. Yes. I have actually... Wow. Because I know how long... It's going to take like two hours to do laundry, and if I'm at like Fred Meyer or something and I just need a new pair of socks, then I'll buy like a new pair, like six-pack of socks and get those and actually go through the entire six-pack before I'll actually go and do my laundry. I'm just being honest. Wow. And it looks like I'm not alone. I always thought that I was alone. This is kind of making me feel better. And you know what? Since we're saying it right now, I'm just going to tell you. Every time that I've moved from one place to another, I've ended up throwing out like pots and pans because I didn't want to clean them. Really? Oh, my. Wow. Not all of them, but I have <laughs> thrown out like cere- a couple cereal bowls or something because I would rather get rid of them than have to deal with the grossness of cleaning them. The only time I've ever thrown anything away rather than clean it out is if it's something that was in like a Tupperware container and it was stuck in the back of the fridge for you know two months and I forgot about it to where it's rotted in so much it's almost like it's grown to be a part of the Tupperware. That's not <laughs> worth it. A Tupperware is you know that's a like a dollar Tupperware thing. I'll throw that away. But that's <laughs> wow. The fact that you see, I won't go. I I. Don't think that I've ever gone and purchased clothes because I didn't have anything clean. Because to me, that takes, and I want to say this because it's not because I'm not necessarily lazy, but it's that I'm also cheap 
And that seems like way too much effort to have to go to the store. I because I hate shopping for clothes. I despise it. I absolutely hate it. Um, I don't like anything to do with like a. Is that where you've had the same shorts or, for like ten years? Uh, no, these I, I haven't had these for ten years. And I've got each year. I usually purchase a new pair of shorts. Like I've got a <laughs> just one pair. Yeah, so I would get it over. But now I have like seven pairs of shorts. So. <laughs> All right. So it also says. Um, but no, see, that's why I won't go, though. That's why I won't go down and purchase something, because it's, it's less effort for me to go do the laundry than it is to go to the store. And well, I don't think it's less effort. I think you dislike doing laundry less than you do shopping. This no, it's like less effort, because I throw it in there once, and I don't have to leave the house, because I do have laundry in the house, so that you helps. You have to wash them and then dry them? Like, what if you're going to, like... No, I throw it in once... And then I don't have to go back down there. And then when I remember, I go and throw it in the dryer and that's it. So it's two things rather than getting in the car, driving to the store, having to deal with people. Oh, see, because I like going shopping. shopping. So I like having the excuse to go and get something. Oh, see, and I hate it. See, yeah. that's just so much more work. <gasps> Men and, and women. Men are from Mars. Hey. Women are from <laughs> All right, fellas, you know what I'm shopping. talking about. She loves it. Well, let's hear from caller number seven, Dave. You know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> All right, well, this final part says, in fact, more than a third of single women own more than 20 pairs of underwear. Presumably another way to avoid the chore. That's bullshit. Every woman owns more than 20 pairs of underwear. Really? I own a shit ton of underwear. People own tons of underwear. Then how do you own 20 pairs of underwear, yet still you haven't done laundry? I'm not talking because I have more than 20 pairs. This is saying at least 20 pairs. I have a lot of underwear. And yet you still have gone to purchase more underwear. No, I haven't gone to purchase more underwear. I've said I've gone to purchase more socks. You have more. I have more underwear than I do socks. See, that's weird. That's the exact opposite of me. I have tons of pairs of socks, lots of socks, so many socks, so many socks. I w- I could go for days without washing socks, but uh, I don't know. Under- tw- more than twenty pairs. I don't. Why, like, is that why so do accus- you need? Why do you need more than twenty pairs of underwear? Because that way, well, they're saying presumably because they don't want to do laundry, but it's just because you you accumulate underwear. I mean, yes, you get rid of underwear from time to time. Like, okay, you're, you know, you've done your job. But when are you ever going to be not doing laundry for a month to where you need more than like 20 pairs of underwear? Sometimes you're going to go on vacation and you haven't had time to do laundry before that and say you're going to be gone for eight days. Thank God I have so much because then I don't have to worry about doing laundry because I can just go through my drawers. It's always, would you say, are, are you saying that, there's such thing as having too much underwear. Those are always the you things gotta, that you, you need. You have to have storage for it, though. What are you going to do with that much? I do. I have a full. I have a full sock and underwear drawer, like a shelf thing. It's it's too much underwear. Greg Nibbler. I, says I, it's I too just much think underwear. that's too much. I think it's too much. Well, also, let me just riddle you. I have this. a good two week supply of underwear. Homeowner I have a two week supply versus apartment dweller. You own your own washing machine and dryer. You can do it anytime you want. Therefore, I have to, I can't leave my laundry down there. I have to set aside, like I did yesterday, a solid two and a half hours because I live in a big apartment building. It's like being in a dorm. Okay, that, I, that's true. That's that, a pain I in totally the ass. understand. Yeah, because I have to be at my apartment. I'm not going to leave it down there because who the hell knows who's going to run off with it. Right, right. Well, and, and that's, that's a fair point. That's a mm-hmm. fair point. Yeah, that is true. Because, um, I mean, when I lived in an apartment, actually, I didn't even like using the apartment's uh, washer and dryer. Because I never knew who was going to be in there. That's the same apartment that had all the fucking meth heads in the one end of it. Um, well, mine's, this is the apartment. Remember when the guy threw up in the washing machine downstairs? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so messed up. No, I, I actually used to go to, uh, to one of the big laundromats, and I'd just do that. I'd go there and bring, like, a book or something. I've never done um, laundry at a laundromat. 
Huh, really? Yeah. Never? Never. And you've only lived in like apartments and stuff. I've lived in apartments, dorms, well, I and I lived so. in a sorority. But then also when I lived in London, yeah, there were uh, washers and dryers there. But in, for the entire dorm, there's only like one washer and one dryer. So what you could do, what I actually did. All right. Another testament to my laziness. You could pay somebody instead of doing it yourself, which was about, you know, half the price. You could pay someone nine pounds and just drop off all of your laundry and they'd launder it and dry it for you and then fold it all back up and give it to you. Well, see, I if that were like an easy option, because there's not it a whole lot of those services yeah. here in Portland. It was like two pounds more expensive than doing it yourself. Well, that's just like in New York, because um, I remember that's what my buddy did. And I was I was like, wait, you pay her to do your laundry? and Because it was only like a couple of doors down. And so, yeah, you just walk down there with a big laundry basket, throw it down there, and then she'd do all the work and then it was pick awesome. it up. Yeah, no. I, and you could just pick that, it up later I can in see, the day and they'd fold everything. And I can see in that so kind good. of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... But those those options. This this is Portland, though. It's not London or, or New York. There's not a whole lot of options like I that. I wonder if there are launderers. Like I'm sure there Portland. are. I'm sure you can do that. Probably at like one of those dry cleaning places. That dry cleaning place on Hawthorne. I bet you they would do something like that. But um, it's not as prevalent. I don't think. Mm. At least I don't think. I've I've never heard of anyone really doing that here. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to the laundromat. I also went to the laundromat that was robbed. Um, I think it was robbed like three times in a month at one point. From uh, some for some reason, it kept getting hit up. I was never in there when it happened, but I was always in there like the next day. Who robs a laundromat? Wait, how do you? That would take seem like it would take a lot of individual robberies. What? So he was like smashing the machines and getting out all the quarters. No, it's like a stick 'em up type of robbery. Come in with guns. (laughs) I like. I wish that we had videos that you could have seen Greg stick 'em up. (laughs) Came in with his guns flying. He came in. Boo boo. Give me all your quarters right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, what you do with a rob a laundromat. I mean, that does seem kind of weird because it seems like you'd be taking a lot of quarters. That's heavy. That's hard to get away with. Like, that'd take a few trips coming in and out. That's a lot of quarters. That'd be a lot of quarters. Hmm. That's true. That's a heavy robbery. Yeah, that seems like it's too much work. All right, well, let me ask you this because I know that you're going camping this weekend. Mm-hmm. How, how many pairs of underwear are you going to bring to Ricketts Fest? Um, <laughs> probably one. No, <laughs> just no. the ones I'm wearing. No, how many I'm days w- is it? Uh, I will be up there Friday night, Saturday night, so I'll, I'll be coming back on Sunday. So I'm only going for two nights. That's all I could go for. Um, I here's the deal though. When, when I go camping though, <laughs> yes, Greg, tell us the deal. I never Greg. know what's going to happen because we're, I'll be by water. It's quite possible I could fall in the water. Um, it's quite possible I could fall and like tear my pants or something like that um so i will probably bring three pairs including the ones that you're wearing including the ones that i'm wearing so you're gonna be wearing one and bringing two yes because just in case i fall in or something and i don't want to sit all all night and soaking wet clothes that's not gonna happen that doesn't happen um no but just just in case you know you never know you never know I don't want to sit all night. That's the thing. If you go camping, you always got to make sure you bring plenty of extra clean pairs of socks because the last yes. thing you want to do. Socks are the most important thing. The last thing you want to do is sit in wet clothes. Wet clothes will make you sick and ruin your entire time. Ruin. Ruin your entire time. Ruin. But yeah, I am, I am getting excited about going camping, though. This That's weekend. cool. So uh, Gavin is actually flying into town as well. So exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. So I'll be going up for, uh, for Ricketts Fest this weekend. Which I should probably explain for anybody who doesn't know what rickets. Yes, I kind of need explanation again too because I don't remember what rickets are. I thought that was okay. some like disease. It is. 
So the or- Rickets is the name of a game that Nate and Gavin and I created. Yeah, it's got to be like 10 years ago now. Um, it's a very simple game, but it's a very <laughs> regal game at the same point. It involves setting up cans and throwing rocks at them. However, there are very in-depth wow. rules that go along with it. And actually, you would be surprised. You haven't played it yet, but well, I have never met. To. I thought it was no, just no, a no. boys game. No, no. That's only this camping trip. Okay. No. Many women have played Ricketts. We used to have big things in, in my backyard with that. Um, I've never met anyone who didn't have a lot of fun playing it. Because it's just making up silly rules and throwing rocks at cans. It's, it seriously is fun. It sounds absolutely ridiculous. You, of all people, would love it. Because it involves... <laughs> what are you talking about? It involves talking shit and drinking a lot and throwing rocks at cans. That sounds like kind of my cup It of tea. sounds like you're... Yeah, it is. So, but uh, once a year, we've been doing this where it's just, uh, you know, the fellas go up into the mountains, go camping, play some rickets, drink a lot, hang out. And that's about it. So who are the fellas that are coming for Ricketts Fest this year? Um... Every year, you know, some people, there's some years where people it can't varies. make it or, uh, yeah, but uh, I think I think Danny and Josiah and Tim, they'll, they'll all be up there and, and Nate and Kenny B. Kenny B. Oh, Kenny B. will be attending Lord. this year. <laughs> I believe uh, Tuggy will be, uh, will be joining oh us. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. I fear, I fear for you all. It is, uh, it is going to be a good, uh, good fun weekend. There's a lot of imbibing. A lot of spritzers are taken. Which we've done spritzers here on this show. Spritzers are spritzers come from rickets. It sounds like I'm speaking a foreign language. It does. Well, the reason we came up with the name rickets for the name of this game, we were uh, we were actually in the Seven Devils Mountains of Idaho, and all we had were was vodka and like a citrus um, a citrus mix of some kind, out squirt or something, and we were taking cowboy spritzers, which is you take a swig of. Uh, Swig of the vodka, and then a swig of the other mix. Mix it up in your mouth, and then there you go. Yep. There's a spritzer. But we, we called the game Ricketts because we got Ricketts confused with scurvy to where you <laughs> needed vitamin C. So technically it should have been scurvy, but it is called Ricketts nonetheless. Well, guess what I might be doing there this we go. weekend? What's that? Going to see Willie Nelson. Really? Maybe. That's awesome. I know. Well, because he's playing at the edge field, so mm-hmm. I might be doing that. But the big thing that I'm... It's Tuesday, and we're talking about the weekend already. But I think it's supposed to be 90, which means I'm going to be going to stripper soup again. Ah, uh, yeah. Got to prioritize, Nibman. That's right. Gotta Is it supposed to be 90 this weekend? It's supposed to be 90. Nice. Yeah. This will be good. It will be. Mm, good. Mm, really good. Do you want to do some ball talk? Yeah. Oh, should we do birthdays first or ball talk? Well, first, we should uh, remind everyone that Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by several different sponsors. <laughs> and you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on uh, one of our sponsor links right there on the right-hand side. And we actually used one of them the other day for our new salesperson, mm-hmm. Ryan, who you all met on the show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we got him some new business cards, and we did that via Vistaprint, which if you go to funemploymentradio.com, Dot com and click on the Vistaprint link on the right-hand side. They actually have some specials they're running right now where you can, uh, I believe you even get a discount for going through our website. And the thing is, really, is if you're going to be going there anyway to purchase whatever it is you're going to get, if you just go to our website first and click on that link, then it shows them that you listen to our show, they give us credit for it, 
and uh, it helps our show out immensely if you just go to our website first and click on the link. And we have a number of different sponsors on there, Vistaprint being one of them, and you know you can pick up business cards, stamps, all kinds of stuff mm. through them. I got a new stamp. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, you can get a very, very good prices. But uh, So yeah, so please go to our website first when you're going to be purchasing something online because most likely we're hooked up with uh, one of those people that you're going to be going to uh, mm-hmm. visit and it will help us out a lot. Uh, so anyway, yes. And should we say happy birthday? Yes. I believe we, apparently we missed a happy birthday last week. Yes, so first of all, Caroline, we're so sorry that we missed your birthday. We are a little scatterbrained sometimes. Uh, sometimes it happens, but Caroline, Carolyn. I never always know if it, I never know if it's Caroline or Caroline. Oh. It looks like Caroline. I would say Caroline. I would say Caroline. Well, okay, you say Caroline. I'll say Carolyn. Stay away from the light, Caroline. What's that from? Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, it's been too long since I've seen that. Happy birthday, Carolyn. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. Also, we have one more birthday. Yeah, who did? he did uh, not let us know, but I saw this. I sleuthed it on the internet. Maybe he doesn't it, love us anymore. I'm, I'm guessing that's the point. That must be the case. Wow. Apparently things go downhill fast. Hey, Tom Sutton, happy birthday and fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> ass. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Do do do. Yes, talk happy time. birthday, Tom. Um, all right, should we do some ball talk? Let's do it. You know you're an evil person, right? It doesn't make me an evil person because I'm a fan of radio. I love the movie Radio. I fully admit this. How many games are going to win, coach? Oh, sure thing, coach. That's a terrible impression. Anyway. Yes, it's horrible. It's a good movie. I like the movie. I'm a sucker for those kind of movies. What kind of movies? Movies with inspirational tales of people who overcome obstacles to become accepted and part of uh, what they love. They find their niche. Bam! That was a good. That was a good. No, that was a good description. That was a good way to dance around the issue. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Seattle Mariners continue their rough patch. Uh, they have now lost 16 games in a row. Wow. They lost 10-3 to to the Yankees. So the franchise record previously was 14, I believe. Uh, they have now lost 16 games. Um, the Kansas City Royals lost 19 in 2005, and Seattle is, becoming, is coming dangerously close to oh. uh, losing more than that. So hopefully they can jump out of their they're a little bit of a slump, I would say. I'd say that's more than a slump. Um, hopefully they can get past that. I mean, I'm not a huge baseball person, but, you know, I do like it when the, when the Seattle Mariners are doing good. I'll, I'll root for them. You know, they're the closest thing we have. You know, other than that, it's like San Francisco, and, and I'm not going to root for San Francisco. So Why not? Well, no, there's nothing. I don't know. I don't know why not. <laughs> Actually, I, I wouldn't have anything against San Francisco either. Why not, Greg? I do. <laughs> I have nothing against San Francisco or Oakland, either one. But I, Seattle is closer, so it'd be more geographically. I would root for Seattle. Anyway, Mariners, 16-game losing streak. We'll see what happens. Uh, moving on in ball talk. So the um, I have to talk about this. The NFL labor situation has been resolved. Woo! 
So the players' union and the owners have come to an agreement on uh, on what they're going to be doing, and so they uh, it's officially <laughs> over. The players are now allowed back on the facilities, and also they are going to be um, begin. You know, now free agency can go on. It sounds like most of the preseason is still going to happen, so they're not going to lose any games this year. And uh, looks like looks like things are going to work out fairly well for them. This was the longest. Um, Longest uh, work stoppage. That's the right word. I was so that means for. there's going to be a Super Bowl. There's going to be a Super Bowl. There's going to be a full Ooh. NFL season. Yeah, even down to the preseason games. So this will be happening. And uh, they reached a 10-year agreement. So that means it'll be a while before I have to do go through all this again. Cool. So anyway, that has happened. I've got some stories about that. We'll talk about them in here in just a second. But before that, I want to talk about this thing. So this happened... Uh, just just the other day, and it has to do with a University of Oklahoma football player for, uh, who played in the 1973 Big 8 Championship. So this guy, his name uh, Baracy, he has passed away now, um, but he, in 1973, was part of that team that won the Big 8 Championship. In 1993, his house was robbed, and they stole his ring, along with his 1974 National Championship ring. Oh. Yeah, which sucks, you know. They, so, so it was stolen from his house. Never got it back. It didn't didn't get it. Passed away in two thousand nine. Never recovering his uh, his ring that he won. Well, there was a police officer who pulled over a car just the other day, and as he was uh, pulling over the car, he noticed on the person's hand that uh, the person that he pulled over that he was wearing a nineteen seventy three Big Eight championship ring, and he thought. The, the trooper, the 39-year-old trooper, McAllister, actually said that he, looking at the driver, he said the guy didn't look like a former Oklahoma football player because he was smaller than most football players. And as he, he said, uh, it just didn't seem right. He didn't look like what I thought would have been a football player, and I've never seen a football player wearing a championship ring because they're not going to be wearing yeah. out their rings like that. He said most that's a keep jackass thing to do. Yeah, because he's like most keep them stored away because that's like a you know that's that's a prize that's a medal mm-hmm. basically for playing football, and so he ended up uh, investigating this guy more, uh, confiscated the ring for a while, found out it was stolen, and then tracked it back to the family to the the Baracy family and was able to return it to uh, to the family. Oh, so that's re- awesome. Yeah, returned it to his wife who said, I feel like I won the lottery. It is of such strong sentimental value to us. It symbolizes the hard work that John did. It's just a little bit of him being back. That is so great. Oh, that almost makes me teary. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty cool. And then even his, his twin sons talked about it too, and, and we're just so excited you know, to get that something like that back. That was their dad's. And that's fantastic. It, so. That's uh, pretty. So abs- what happened with the guy? Did they know? Was he the one responsible? Did he buy it? They you, don't know. You know, I, d- I don't know. They don't say. Oh, anything regardless, in here. he's the he's the lesser part of the story anyway. Fuck yeah. that dude. Yeah, yeah, fuck that dude. And even and that dude, who knows? Maybe he, yeah, whatever. He, the fact is, he's wearing around a ring that's clearly not his. So, uh, yeah, fuck that dude. But uh, very observant on that part of that trooper though. To to notice that ring and Seriously. think, wait a minute, this doesn't seem I like. I remember it some fits. people are doing interviews with him and. Figuring out like what exactly you know made him go from A to Z. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, yeah, that's some some good work by him. But yes, return to the family. So a good story. <clears throat> Here's something interesting I found just today. That just a side note that I had no idea. So George Lucas, you know Star Wars, Indiana Jones, George Lucas. Of course, I know. George. Uh, Raping of uh, said many of my friends' childhoods. George Lucas. Oh, that's what people say. <laughs> you know, you've never even watched Star Wars. Movie. I haven't. No, but I know that. Was that wasn't that one of the things on South Park where? That was the Indiana Jones one. Yeah. yeah. 
I think people get too up in arms. It's fucking Indiana Jones. It's like it's it's supposed to be outlandish and ridiculous. I love Miss Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones too. The, the newest one wasn't the greatest, but it's not the worst thing ever on film. Exactly. I mean, geez. Even the not the greatest Indiana Jones film ever is so like a hundred times better than the shit out today. Yeah, I mean, it's still Indiana Jones. Uh, so anyway, yeah, people get upset about this stuff. But uh, his daughter, I had no idea. His daughter, Amanda Lucas, is an MMA fighter. Really? Yeah, like mixed martial arts fighter. Okay, I need to see what she looks like immediately. Uh, her name is Amanda Lucas, and she's apparently one in one in MMA so far. She just started uh, started being in in um, doing it professionally. So I, I just thought that was fascinating that uh, that George Lucas's daughter like doesn't work at like. DreamWorks or something yeah. or the Skywalker Ranch. No, she's an MMA fighter. Like the ultimate, the complete opposite of what her dad would have done. I've got to say, she is a tough looking chick. That's just kind of weird. I guess you rebel against what your parents are. Yeah, geez, she's a bruiser. Wow, she's kind of scary. Like, I wouldn't want to fuck with her. Yeah, yeah she's that is a tough scary. one. All right. I thought he was more slight in build, too. He's chunky. He's chunky. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's he's a he doesn't get nerd that writes Star Wars. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, what does he have to worry about? Yeah. He does what George Lucas does whatever George Lucas wants to. I think. Oh, but look at this picture of her. Oh, sorry. Ah, the, the noises. We yeah. Once again, this reminds us that we need to get a new cord. Uh, but yes, she is. She's she's quite the bruiser. I have to admit. Mm. So anyway, there we go. I just wanted to say that part. So, okay, the lockout is now over uh, for the NFL, mm-hmm. oh, which is what, what they called it. So the... Uh, the National, National Football League. The National Football League. <coughs> There's a couple of things that are all happening right along the same time, though. So Terrell Pryor is the guy from Ohio State. He was quarterback for Ohio State, and he was the one that basically traded off all of his championship stuff that they got, all the special heirlooms. Traded them off for tattoos and then received oh, all the cash. Yeah, that guy. Constantly had different cars, basically a giant jackass. And he was suspended for the first five games of this season anyway for Ohio State. And then just decided he was like, screw that, I'm leaving and I'll just join the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, they have this thing called the sup. He already missed the regular NFL draft, but they have a thing called the supplemental draft to where players can, potential players can put themselves into that hat basically. And then NFL teams can kind of pick from it and, and pick a player. But. There are all kinds of different rules when it comes to the supplemental draft in that the NFL gets to decide if you're eligible to be in there or not. So hmm. this guy, it's it's not like the normal draft. And they do it on a case-by-case basis. And since Terrell Pryor was uh, scheduled to miss the first five games of next season of Ohio State, but still wasn't kicked off the team, he just quit, he may actually not be eligible for the NFL draft this year. So he may not be eligible really? to play in the NFL. So this guy, this guy is so fucking stupid about how he screwed up his career because he's a decent player and he could probably be a lot better if he spent more time playing. But he fucked up his college career and then bailed on him and quit because he and left them to deal with all of the trouble because Ohio State's screwed with mm. the sanctions they're going to get. Uh, but he won't have to deal with any of that because he quit. But then went to decided, oh yeah, I'm just going to go for the money in the NFL. But now the NFL may tell him no. So he may be stuck doing nothing for this entire year and just wasted a year of his life and wasted a year of his athletic ability because he is a jackass. Jackass. And he did it all to himself, so I don't feel bad at Mm. one one way, shape, or form. 
So anyway, there's that. Um, moving on. Moving on. I'll go ahead and wrap up all talk. But uh, I did have this story. This is a this is a an, an, a good story that we'll end on. Okay. That one done in Baltalk. Normally we don't always do that, but uh, so Mark Herslick is a former linebacker, I believe, for the uh, a former player for Boston College. But he actually Boston. in Boston College. <laughs> In 2000... Now whenever we do that accent, it just reminds Boston. me of Bob Marley. Boston. The comedian Bob oh, Marley. Yeah, because yeah, he was always just like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's wicked fun. That's wicked. Boston. Yeah, but even though he's from Maine, though, too. <laughs> yeah, but he still does the Boston. Yeah, it's wicked fun. You just sounded like, um... Not Wiggum. Not, not um, Officer Wiggum. Who's the who's the mayor in The Simpsons? Ah, uh, there's, a, there's a problem over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we the people. Um... Wow. Mayor uh, Mayor Quimby. Mayor Quimby. <laughs> Don't tell my wife about this. <laughs> You're a town hero. Okay, yeah, anyway. Okay, uh, you get to do Simpsons impersonations, and all I do are good uh, Courtney Stodden impersonations. It's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mark Herslick from Boston College. Uh, so, he was uh, playing for Boston College in 2009, was diagnosed with bone cancer, and ended up having to sit out the entire year, had to battle bone cancer, ended up fighting through it like made a recovery from bone cancer was able to play some in 2010 and now has just signed with the New York Giants as soon as the free age, the uh the uh labor thing was over the New York Giants the Giants signed him instantly so he has made it into the NFL after recovering from oh, bone that's cancer that's so cool that's that's pretty cool i mean fuck you know battling cancer and then now you're playing for the NFL mm-hmm. so cool for him Yay, i just thought that was a, that was a, come true. yeah i thought that was a cool thing for him tough guy so anyway, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. All right. Do we have some uh, some world now of you crazy? Sound like a cross between Mercumbi and Murray. All right. Do we have some uh, world of crazy then. Now yeah, you fellas having a good time, are you? That's right, Greg. <laughs> I just saw one of their episodes the other day. I forgot about the other guy in the office, Greg. I just thought of a genius intro for a show. It could be like, Greg, present. Present. Sarah, present. Present for employment radio. Present. I don't know. We can figure something out. We should remind people too. So we are yeah. we are in the middle of a contest, and I need to get this posted on the forum just to remind everyone. Um, which you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the forum button, and and be right there. So we are we want to change up our intro and the intro to the show, the uh, you know future of radio one. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but we've just had it for so long. Just time to change things up. And so we would like some input from from anyone listening out there because we have so many talented listeners, and it's all it's always a lot of fun hearing too what people come up with, and we'll play them here on the show mm. and give you credit and all of that. And uh, if you have any ideas of what you would uh, of a new intro for us, in that you know you compile audio and do all that kind of thing, please send them in to us. We would love to hear them. We'll play them on the show. Uh, whoever ends up. Being the winner, which we'll figure out who it is that uh, which intro we want to use for the regular intro of the show. Your intro will be part of the show. You will get credit, and also we'll have a prize for you. Yes. So please submit in whatever you want to come up with. I'll put the rules all at the forum, and so everything like that. Just to, just so a couple of guidelines, but otherwise it's complete creativity. You know, freedom of creativity for you. Whatever you want to come up with for a new intro for our show, we would love to hear it. So go to the forum for more information. First up, Jesse James has been dumped by Kat Von D and the wedding has been called off. Thank God. 
I didn't even know they were engaged. Oh, yeah. No, they were so in love and so engaged. Yes, Jesse James and his fiance Kat Von D, equally douchey in life, have ended their engagement. She uh, only has said uh, about the breakup that I am no longer with Jesse, and out of respect for him, his family, and myself, that's all the info I'd like to share. She wrote it on her Twitter account, of course. <laughs> Thanks for respecting that. Of course, the couple had begun dating soon after James's marriage to Sandra Bullock collapsed last year, and they became, uh, became en- engaged in January. James is speaking out about the breakup, saying that he's so sad because I really love her, but the distance between us was just mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. Yeah, so he's... Uh, living- I really loved boning her, but... <laughs> <laughs> I won't be boning her no more. So supposedly he lives uh, near Austin, Texas, and she has her TLC reality show going on in L.A. Is that so. show still going, L.A. Inc.? I would think that was way past its prime. I mean, I watched like two episodes of that, and it was... God, it was terrible. It was boring it as was hell. It was awful. I saw, yeah, I saw one episode, and I like crappy things on TV, and that was just too yeah, crappy for me. No. Miami Inc. was okay, even that was kind of boring, but at least the main character guy was more... Intriguing than Kat yep. Von D. You need someone with a little bit of personality. A little personality goes a long way. All right, another news. So this one, this story actually kind of fascinated me. So this is in Provo, Utah. So this man has been jailed on misdemeanor charges over three weeks ago. And the special thing about this is that he refuses to give authorities his name, and they still haven't been able to identify him. Therefore, he's just sitting in jail on a charge that he should have been out for, you know, like about two and a half weeks ago. So he's being called John Doe. And he was arrested uh, for investigation of criminal trespassing after they found him wandering around a parking garage looking into cars. Police told him to leave, but he refused and was arrested on the 1st of July. From that day since, he hasn't told anybody who he is, where he's from, or what he's doing in Provo. So the Utah County Sheriff's Office are all baffled. Uh, The man's been told he was arrested on a minor misdemeanor charge and that if he identified himself, he'd probably be released for time served. However, the man is on the quiet side and very polite refuses to give his name he's in his late 60s or early 70s six foot two inches tall weighs about 175 pounds so he won't even talk to anybody about his identity he's obviously mentally coherent he won't let them know they even actually tried to bribe him with a phone card with 300 free minutes on it and telling him that he could call whoever he wanted and he refused saying if i use it i know you guys will know exactly who i am weird yeah so get this yeah so this guy is sitting so this guy is sitting in Provo jail, in, yeah, in Provo, Utah, sitting in jail, refusing to say who he is. But this just came out today. So this is weird. So a day after this, uh, he was legally declared dead, another man from Center County is checking, let's see, is, let's see, so authorities from where this other man is, who's just declared legally dead, are checking with Utah to see if John Doe might be the prosecutor who has been missing for more than six years and has been speculated that he faked his death. Okay, wait a minute. So, so let me ask. You. So, there's the there's John Doe in Provo. Yes, who's sitting in the jail cell, refusing to say who he is. Okay, and he's been sitting there for three weeks. Will not talk to anybody. Okay, and then there's also another guy somewhere else from where? From let's see, Center County. Let's see, this guy. His name is uh, Grikar. Doesn't say his last name or oh. his first name. Excuse me. Okay, but so he is this uh, prosecutor who was. Yes. Yeah, so he's a prosecutor who has been missing for six years and just yesterday was uh, declared legally dead. But supposedly now, and I have a picture of this that we're going to put on funemploymentradio.com. Okay. So they have a picture, and this man who was just declared legally dead, named, um, his last name is Grikar, 
Um, he's estimated to be in his late 60s or early 70s, and he would have been, let's see, no, so the guy in prison is late 60s, early 70s, sorry. This guy, Ray Gricar, would have been 65 if he were still alive today. So they look very, very similar. It's a little weird. So supposedly it's being, it's being guessed at that this guy who's sitting in jail refusing to say his name might be this guy who's been on the run for six years who was just legally declared yesterday. Therefore, um, it, was, it had some like, impact with his estate. So I think he was supposed to at least not be identified until he was legally declared dead. So, okay, so this, well, how come they can't tell if this is, don't they take fingerprints? Okay, so since if he's legally declared dead, that means his estate can be distributed. So maybe he just wants to be anonymous and have all of his family, have all of his stuff, and he just wants to leave on his, like, live on his own. Yeah, but I don't understand how come they can't identify this guy. I find it hard to believe that in this his, day and age... His fingerprints that, are in nowhere in, in any of the databases. See, yeah, I just find that weird that in this day and age that they can't identify you. If you were to show up in a jail cell somewhere and you just refuse to give your name or anything like that, that they don't have a way of figuring out who you are. This is Provo, Utah, though. Nothing against Provo, well, Utah, but... I don't know. I mean, it's still Utah. I mean, it's not like it's that... They still have access to the same information that everybody else would. Hmm. I don't know. Well, neither of these two people's fingerprints are anywhere in the system, so they can't match them up. But if you look at the picture, they look pretty similar. It's a little creepy. Couldn't they do like a facial recognition thing like they do with, um, you know, they do that with a lot of things like like bodies or stuff like that. They'll right. do like an analysis of them. Maybe that's too expensive to try to do this. Okay, yeah, the two of those, those two guys look a lot alike. That's uncanny. Because plus this picture is from him six years since he's been missing for six years. That's from him six years ago. And yeah, this that looks is like the current the, picture. That looks like the same guy. Yeah. Well, can they have they contacted the family? I don't know if they have. I don't they probably don't want to get the um this is the only story that they have so far. Okay. Well, interesting. So go to funemploymentradio.com and take a look at these two pictures. And look at the pictures. picture and see if you think that they're the same person. Yeah. In Florida with trees news. Police say that three Oregon men took LSD and fought naked. Out of Salem, <laughs> Oregon. Greg, what were you actually doing this weekend in Salem? <laughs> Police in Salem say this past weekend three men were arrested after officers responded to a report of the men fighting naked. Police officers later found that all three of the men took the hallucinogenic, uh, hallucinogenic drug LSD. Officers had to use stun guns on two of the men without any apparent effect before they were subdued. One was found lying naked in the street and the others were hiding in a backyard. <laughs> Uh, the police were able to talk one of the men into surrendering. Police said that none of the men suffered any serious injuries, but were all charged with disorderly conduct. <laughs> Greg? So disorderly conduct, they weren't charged with possession of drugs? No, just disorder. They probably weren't in their possession anymore. They were just on them. Yeah, I would think you could still get charged with something for that. But uh, we could be, Couldn't you be charged with being under the influence? Yeah, something. But if you're not in possession, I could, you've already Yeah, okay, maybe them. not possession, yeah. but... Um, no, that was not. They couldn't identify me. I refuse to give my name. A 50-year-old South African man who was thought to be dead woke up, in a, woke up in a morgue on Sunday and shouted and screamed to be let out, scaring off two of the attendants who thought he was a ghost. A health spokesperson for the, let's see, 
for the mortuary said uh, his family thought that he had died, so they called in a private undertaker who took what they thought was a dead body to the morgue. But then the man woke up inside of the morgue on, Mon- on Sunday at 5 p.m. screaming, demanding to be taken out, and, quote, he was really cold in there and wanted to go home. This caused two of the mortuary attendants to lose their shit and flee the building in the small town <laughs> after they thought it was a ghost screaming at them. After calling for help and returning to find the man been alive, uh, they finally called an ambulance and he was sent to fetch the man who had been exposed to extreme cold for nearly 24 hours. So the lesson in this said the public should not assume that a sick person had died and a sick person had died and contacted a mortuary, which is what they did in this situation. Who all of a sudden says like someone's died and sends them right to the mortuary? Ah, eh, whatever. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. But this, uh, sure, he's still now. No, that's just what they do. That's just what bodies. Do. I think this fifty-year-old South African man's gonna be traumatized. That would scare the shit out of me, though. Yeah, if you're in a morgue and wake up come- in a. No, but oh. the waking up and also being the worker, <laughs> and someone yeah. all of a sudden coming out of a coffin, just screaming and flailing ah! around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would that would possibly give someone a heart attack. <laughs> Mm. I have to admit, I may first instinct may be to run. Yes. Oh, me too. Until logic kicks in, but just like instant reaction, yeah, something you think is dead jumps up and starts screaming at you I to let him out. After you've had all those personal experiences of your house actually being haunted, I would see why you might believe in something like that. And finally, <sighs> obese British folks are spending money on supersized toilet seats. Yes, these supersized <laughs> toilet seats can bear weight of up to a hundred, uh, excuse me, eight hundred and forty pounds, and at nineteen inches wide, they have a seating area of seventy-five percent greater than standard ones. So yes, of course, these toilet seats are made in America. They're four hundred dollars, and they're called Big John toilet seats. <laughs> they're sold at Gordon Ellison Company, and wow. sales have doubled in the last two years as the number of obese people skyrockets. I just love how they don't even try to be modest with the namings. Big John. <laughs> Big John's. So four hundred dollars. Big John's fat ass seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. I'm, I'm assuming that they have to be like there has to be a toilet attached to the seats because if the seats are so much bigger and the toilet's still that small. I would think that maybe things wouldn't go where they were supposed distributes, to. Well, the hole in the center is probably about the same. It's just distributing the the width of the seat. No, because I saw a picture. So listen to this. All right, so it's 19 inches wide. The hole is. Whereas a normal oh, the toilet, hole is the 19 hole inches is wide? 19 inches Holy wide. Holy crap. Holy crap. Ah, ah. Ah. That's comedy. Oh, there's That's so many puns. Right there. There's the hole and the crap and yep. everything. All right, whereas a normal toilet seat is about 13 inches wide. The so, hole in the middle is 19 inches wide? The hole in the middle is 19 inches wide. And then how big is the whole seat then? Uh, you know, I had a picture of it. Because then the seat must be like two feet wide or bigger. Big John's toilet. Are you sure it's not the whole seat is no, 19 inches said, wide? No, it said... You're right, hang on. This is, this British is, just, this is blowing my mind here. Seats. All right, hang That's on. It's a big hole. Yeah, no, the holes... I'd yeah. fall into that. Well, yes, Greg, because you're not 840 pounds. Someday. You can dream, can't you? Man, wow, that's a big hole. Yes. Okay. Okay, can you stop saying big hole, please? <laughs> well, it is. It's very large. <laughs> All right, so the director of Big John's Toilet Seats says, people are getting bigger, wider, and heavier. Why shouldn't they have a comfortable time when they sit on the toilet? We tell them... Your bums aren't too big. Your toilet seat just isn't big enough. 
One customer says, My husband required a little more room and was breaking many toilet seats a year. The Big John toilet put an end to that. Figures show that around half of British people are overweight, with 17% of men and 21% of women classed as obese. About one in every 11 deaths now in Britain is linked to carrying excess fat, the highest number in Europe, and 50% more than in France. So that's all in London. So, if this seems like something that strikes your fancy, it's called the Big John Toilet Seats. Big John's Toilet Seats! Come down and get yourself one now. That's a big hole. All right, I'm going to find a picture of the seat and put it big up. Big hole for a big man. Can you stop big John's saying, toilet seats. You please stop saying big hole. I'm going to send a, just a spec commercial to them just right off the bat. They they need my services for that. I can help them out. Your hole too small. Get yourself a big hole. Big John's toilet seats. I'll have to work out the fine tuning. Okay. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. That's a big hole. I just really wish you'd stop saying that. But it is. It's true. But it is. <clears throat> oh my god. Should we go ahead and wrap up today's program? Yeah, that would be a great idea. Okay. Uh, tomorrow on the well, a couple of things. Hey, don't forget, you can always give us a call. Yes. 503-575-9120. Call us anytime, day or night. We receive your messages. And um, and uh, actually, we may end up playing some of these back on the show as well. So mm-hmm. feel free to call us anytime you want. You can also send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And we want to thank everyone so much for supporting our show with your donations and with, your, um, with all of your contributions and everything that you make, including Crystal. Thank you very, very much. Yes. Really appreciate it. Okay, I just saw All right, I was wrong. I was wrong. It is 19 inches across, and a regular toilet seat is 14 inches across. Okay, that's still a much bigger hole, though. That's yes. five inches bigger. It says that it... I'm going to post this picture. Uh, the large seat is 75% bigger than a normal seat and can withstand weights of 840 pounds. Okay. All right. That is a 840 lot of pounds. Seat. Okay, that's a, that, that is a large amount of seat. That's a lot of seat coverage. Okay. Well, you'll post a picture of that at uh, on our website. Well, I sure will, Greg Nibbler. And what's our website? Is it? F- it's uh, funemploymentradio.com. Once again, that is funemploymentradio.com. Oh, excellent. Okay, well, you can always find it right there. You can also go there and click on the forum button and uh, give us your uh, your thoughts on um, big holes and toilet seats and everything else that goes on on there. Oh my God! Or whatever else you want to you care to chime in on. Just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the forum button, and register now to voice your thoughts throughout the world on the internet. Tomorrow on the show, possibly a special guest. We don't know. We may have a very a, random special, a guest. very random special interview that um, that Kenny it's from B one is. of our one of our favorite stories of all time. Yes, one of our favorite stories, one of my personal favorite videos that I've ever seen in my life. And we could have something related to that, someone related to that, on the show tomorrow. I think uh, Kenny B's in hard at work right now, working out the logistics on uh, on arranging this. A lot of people to go through for this. A lot of people. Yes. All right, I think that's enough damage. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com.
mics are still Stop working. Stop it. They're still working. Check. Check. You're so tough. The big hole. Oh, my God.